0: Hey guys, Texas Slim here. I am Texas Slim Podcast. I am sitting in the middle of Amarillo, Texas, in West Texas, the Texas Panhandle, the Llano Estacado, the Caprock, the Desert High Plains. Uh, Feel a little punchy tonight. I'm a little road tired. Just did 5,000 miles. Uh, Left a month ago, of course, with uh, Finn, and we drove his El Camino, and I drove this old pickup truck down to Austin, then we went to Luling, Finley stayed in Austin. But it's been over a month. Uh, I think today's date is the 7th of May. Uh, It's over been 30 something days and 5,000 miles. I'm gonna do a really quick, quick recap and then go exactly where we left off last week whenever we're at Funk Farms. But what you guys need to remember, we're gonna start showing things on the map on the Beef Initiative. Y'all remember that, okay? go to the map we're going to start doing geographical geographical that's funny (laughs) geographic mapping on the beef initiative uh platform so that'll be cool but anyways uh we went from Amarillo, Texas, Canyon, Texas, all the way down to Austin, Texas, to Luling, Texas, to Gonzales, Texas, all the way up uh, through East Texas, all the way over to basically Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Prairie Grove, Arkansas, we went to Nashville, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, up on the Tennessee, North Carolina border. I do not remember where that was. It was a quick stay. All from there, we went to Virginia. Virginia is Washington, Virginia, Ginger Hills Summit, Ginger Hill Angus Summit. From there, we went to West Virginia. West virginia we went to ohio ohio we went to indiana indiana we went to illinois illinois we went to missouri missouri we went to arkansas arkansas we're back here in west texas we left funk farms uh, sometime last week uh, we had a fantastic uh, gift given to us in ginger hill whenever we met uh, with brian and carrie of funk farms 200 years in business folks They are getting close to being the source of the seed in which you guys probably need to understand when it comes to grains in the United States and their farm, their holistic farm, their natural farm, whatever you wanna call it, they're doing things right there and they are a protocol to know and they're going to be people that you do meet. We left Funk Farms and we were in Illinois. Well, what do you know? It started smelling and looking like we were in West Texas. We were driving. I was doing business on the phone. Uh, June was doing editing content. He was filming here and there. But what did we come across? We came across basically a big old black cloud. And what was it? It felt like a dust storm. And that dust storm is exactly where I come from. My grandfather survived the dust storm, Lotney, Texas, uh, less than a hundred miles away from the epicenter of the Dust Bowl. Uh, dust, dust bowl and which things black out. Uh, we were on a highway, it actually was a big car pileup. I think there was at least, I don't know, 50 to 60s. You can do a search and uh, car pileup, Dust Bowl, uh, Dust Cloud, Illinois, uh, the first week of May. Killed uh, at least six people that I know, but we went through it and I navigated through it and you can see it probably on the video that June is showing you now, because he filmed it but uh that just goes to show you a lot of people don't know why that happens it happens because soil becomes trapped up in the atmosphere why does that happen well there's pressure there's droughts there's uh things that happen to get that soil topsoil up into the atmosphere that's not a good thing when that is happening it means the soil is not healthy i don't care who you are out there this is what happened in the dust bowl We looked at agriculture in a different way. After that, the United States government got involved with soil conservation. Who knows where that has gone? But in my lifetime, I've seen dust bowls, I've seen dust clouds, and they're getting worse. Here in West Texas and in Texas, we're in a major drought. So we were able to drive through that uh, wall cloud of dust, and it really made me think about granddad, grandma, uh, Anson and knuckles, everybody that lived through, during those times. And, you know, to get to the similarities and all the differences in which we're facing. And if you know history, if you understand the elder's doctrine, you can tell that our agriculture in America is not what it once was. And there's a lot of different ways to look at it. And if you look at it from what it was in the beginning, Here in West Texas, we were hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of acres, just as far as the eye could see. And we had some of the best soil on the planet. Bison roamed all across West Texas for thousands of years, millions upon millions. We have 92 million cattle in the United States and they say we have too many. We had hundreds of millions of bisons that roamed and they created the soil in which now I stand on, which I don't. I'm right here in the parking lot with asphalt, but this where I am right here, this used to be some of the prettiest grasslands in the world. And so we have treated soil in a way that it it isn't what it once was. And so if you really want to understand soil, well, let's take it back to the beginning. That's what regenerative agriculture is about. And that's what we're fighting is we don't want to see these wall clouds anymore. We don't have to. Uh, A lot of reasons it's complicated why we're here, but it doesn't mean that we have to accept it. Uh, It's not calling anybody out. It's not accusing anybody of anything. We are where we are at with agriculture, and we need to look at it and see what's smart. This is not a competition. And that's what a lot of people have been doing for the last 50 years during my lifetime is a lot of producers and ranchers in the United States have been against each other not maliciously or anything like that, but they have differences when it comes to intelligence of the soil, intelligence of uh, of grain, uh, how to raise them, how to basically steward land, steward animals, all of the above. Beef Initiative is not about that. We're not gonna play that game. It's over with, finito. Uh, it's not allowed in the Beef Initiative. And I guarantee you people are gonna start funneling in because we're getting everybody from every side of ag- agriculture coming into the Beef Initiative that wall cloud is a is is very symbolic it is a telltale sign and it is something to pay attention to i'll be speaking more about the weather of the 30s during my grandta, uh, grandfather's times and stuff like that well i am back in west texas it's a different place from what we saw uh it's harsh it's the desert high plains and so there's a lot of um, water conservation that needs to be looked at here we sit on top of the biggest aquifer in the united states of america and it's called the Ogallala. and uh, there's a lot of work that's being done to look at the Ogallala aquifer and its use uh, we've pumped it dry simple as that and uh, people argue about you know the water levels it should not be as low as it is and uh, there's a lot of water talk here in the panhandle of texas so that's going to be something that we're going to talk about and to we'll be finished and moving forward is water concept conservation um, after we left funk farms we went through that wall car we stopped off there in Farmington Missouri uh, st. Francis County is what it is there's a st. Francis County beef initiative that trip that I took last year in June guess what went by and saw Ryan and his family in the community and spoke with a couple of people there They are moving forward. They have a co-op, they're delivering milk, they're delivering everything into their community. They have over 10 producers that are producing in this food shed, food co-op type of uh, apparatus that they're building out in their local community. They have actually Amish in their community. Uh, They're building out retail space. They're having a Bitcoin breakfast uh, once a week, every month. There's something that's going on in that community. It's fascinating. It's beautiful uh farmington missouri ryan and family and community thank you we're going to be discussing more because you got a hell of a place there grass farm that raises these beautiful animals these horses and they're the work horses they're not exactly the type of horse that the Amish use but pretty close to it but anyways look up saint francis county beef initiative on um, look it up do a search Search for things that actually matter. So everybody, in Missouri, look up St. Francis Beef Initiative, Farmington County. It's a great place. It's beautiful. We'll be back. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, family. Then it was off to, of course, back to Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Todd Weil, his beautiful bride, Ashley. They uh, we met them a year ago. What did we do? Well. We formed a relationship. It was started with a handshake. And if you read this last week's Substack, I talk about it. You need to go in there and read it. And you need to listen to my message. You need to share it. People need to hear what's going on because it's very positive to what people are looking at and they're looking for. Beef intelligence, food intelligence, community intelligence, relationship intelligence, communications, decentralized, word of mouth uh basically looking each other's in the eye and saying hey this is how we're going to move forward here i didn't know we could do this you have this type of co-op here let's build this distribution route let's do this this is amazing we're all feeding our families and it all starts with a handshake with a rancher that is the core that is the source of the seed of how all this starts this is that's a good old diesel this is how it all starts folks so the ozark beef initiative micro Summit. Some people got a farm tour, not too many, but we have some great footage of that. You're gonna see that. We had an interview with Todd. We had speakers. We had um, a rancher himself, Ron. Uh, There'll be stuff you can see as far as uh, everybody that spoke. We had Tony with Weston A. Price. We had uh, Mary Jo from uh, Farming Without a Bank. There's a lot of people that are coming into this space. We had Denny a local functional medicine doctor, chiropractor, all that kind of good stuff. A lot of people are talking to each other because you know what? The Beef Initiative is a great American health initiative, always has been. Starts with the shaking the rancher's hand, the great American rancher's hand. People say, but what should I do? Show, show <laughs> go shake a rancher's hand. Hey, yeah, but I was thinking, is there something else? No, i tell you what you can do is go shake a rancher's hand. You see, you need to become the marketing arm of the great American rancher, producer, farmer right now. Where does that start? It starts with a handshake. I was thinking on the drive back to uh, West Texas and uh, June's never been to this part of the country. Most people haven't. It's fascinating country. This is Comanche country. They defended it. They loved it. Do you know where the Comanche came from? They were driven out of the mountains and whenever they came down to the desert high plains, they looked at this land and they said, hey, we can navigate through this. We can actually see anybody coming. We're gonna love this land. We're gonna respect this land. and We're gonna protect this land. The Comanches were very tough. It was a hell of a war. It was the longest standing war in the United States history. And so if you look at this land, it's fascinating. West Texas, it's a cattle country, always has been. Charles Goodnight knew this. So what we're gonna be doing in West Texas, I'm gonna tell a little story because I'm this little hippie punk cowboy from West Texas, Canyon. I'm a little punchy as you can tell, but that's on purpose. That's how I was raised. We're gonna talk culture, heritage, legacy. I'm gonna even start talking funny, talk like I used to talk before I started being articulate, being a podcaster. I'm not much of a podcaster, but I love to tell a story. And we're gonna be telling a lot of stories. That's what this nation wants, it deserves. It's called the Elder's Doctrine. I studied it a lot whenever I was in Thailand. It means a lot to our society. It means a lot to our culture. You guys share this podcast. It really is that important. People need to, this is a collaboration, folks. Whenever I was in Arkansas, me and June, and he was filming everything, doing the interviews, getting everybody that spoke, everybody builds the spirit. Whenever you become part of the Beef Initiative, there's something there that people are yearning for. I do a lot of meditation, I do a lot of deep breathing, I do a lot of things. That's what I started doing after I got well from having that internal injury that damn near killed me. And then food intelligence happened. So did mind intelligence. So did relationship building intelligence, intentional behavior, articulation, integrity. How about proof of work, folks? How about actually giving credit to those who do the proof of work? Who is that that's a great American rancher producer Are you starting to see a pattern here? It's fun to be in marketing arm for people that you love. It's fun to talk about people, the people that you love. You don't have to participate in all that hatred and all that fear porn out there, folks. It's fun to be the marketing arm of the great American rancher and producer it's a way of life it's a lifestyle you eat well you learn new recipes you learn how to cook beef in certain ways you learn how to get raw milk you learn how to get eggs you learn how to get stuff where you say hey man this is kind of fun not going out to damn restaurants anymore because i don't know where that beef comes from there's some steakhouses that'll tell you and that's fantastic because i was in charleston south carolina went to a steakhouse there Jen, thank you. I have spent so long since I've seen you or talked to you. She took to me a steakhouse, and I can't remember the name, but you'll get it. But, man, they aged their beef like, I don't know, it was over 200 days in lard. It was amazing. Anyways, it was a breed of cattle that was one of the first breeds of in the United States. That's a lifestyle, man. Finding out, I have so much beef intelligence in my head right now. It's spread throughout the damn world, from Asia to Australia, all the way everywhere I've been across the United States. And we're going to keep on going across the globe, folks. We have to. Beef Initiative and Bitcoin, all that kind of good stuff. People are starting to see. oh, I see what you were talking about all those years ago. Because it's happening, folks. We're going to bring education. We're going to start creating some partnerships within the Beef Initiative, Beef Intelligence, Bitcoin space. And uh, it's going to be on both sides of uh, the Bitcoin and the Beef Coin. And no, we're not doing a, we're not doing a shit coin caught a beef coin. No, it's about Bitcoin and beef, folks. Beef intelligence and money intelligence. Sound money, sound food. That's how this works, man. This is how the world uh, goes around. There's no borders. So I'll be, once again, trying to get across the globe. We went over to, remember Nigeria? We fed 500 orphans in Nigeria. Who's doing that? How did we do that? Well, we sent Bitcoin. Everybody rallied. Come on, think about that folks. Took a split second to to send that money so those orphans could have half a cow, full cow, two cows. I don't know, I think it was two, three, four cows. We did it though, 500 orphans were fed. Think about how many people across this planet that are unbanked, that have no access to the money that you have access to. Think about whenever the Beef Initiative joined up and started learning and educating and stewarding and pioneering and leading in Bitcoin. We fed 500 orphans. They're gonna get fed again, folks. We have a donation page. We do things like that. We're doing the grant for the Great American Rancher Producers, a $10,000 grant. We're putting that together. We're in talks with several people. We gotta look at all legalities. There's a lot of things that we have to look at so we can do it right. And that the ranchers don't have to worry about anything, but they get a new pillar of strength and that's what they need is a new pillar of revenue. But their first pillar of revenue is selling beef folks. We're here to sell beef. I'm a beef spokesperson. I'm the biggest spokesperson for the beef initiative. you damn right I'm gonna to try to sell some beef and you need to help me. How do we do that? We get into the beef initiative. We get all the producers we can. We're gonna sell the most beef across the United States because it's independent ranchers and producers that need to sell the beef. They need you to be the marketing arm. So yeah, you're damn right. I'm gonna become Texas Slim in a way you've never seen. You ever heard me say, I'm gonna become the Jimmy Dean of beef. Do you know what they did with Jimmy? Jimmy Dean was a good hog farmer. He was a personality, but what he was was a brand they took his brand have y'all ever don't eat that jimmy dean crap out there now that stuff is it's got soy in it doesn't have anything that pure in it blah 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 i'm not gonna say that but what anyways don't buy the jimmy dean but what the point of the story is is they took that trademarked it llc'd that and they created over 254 something different specimens off one brand. Well, you know what we're going to do in the beef initiative? We're going to do exactly what they did. You think this is not a new beef industry? You better watch out because what we've got, we've got the digital means. Oh, we're a technology company on the back end, too, aren't we? Software engineering. We know it. We know networking just a little bit. I come from there, research analysis. Yeah, we got that. Hey, ranchers, producers, we got some tools for you guys. You guys don't have to look there and get censored by Facebook anymore. That's a silly marketplace. You're not going to have to pay attention to it anymore. And you're going to follow what Texas Slim's Cuts does because we got plans. And so by saying that Texas Slim's Cuts has plans, we're going to get on Instagram. We are on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube yeah i'm going to go down the list here okay i usually don't read but i'm going to read it tonight okay twitter of course is me at modern t man twitter at modern t man thank you and also of course at texas slim's cuts at texas slim's cuts was texas slim's media but i'm going to tell you what's why that's not the case so don't worry about it it's all good thumbs up uh beef initiative at beef initiative on twitter Instagram is, uh, uh, hold on, Instagram is at I am Texas Slim. There's two, it's fun. I am Texas Slim and uh, Texas Slims Cut. Of course, that's always at I am Texas Slim and Texas Slims Cuts. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Texas Slims Cuts. Okay, and then on TikTok at Texas Slims Cuts, TikTok.com forward slash Texas Slims Cuts. Okay, we were going to be calling it Texas Slims Media, but with what we're doing with everything in media is, are you going to make the cut? What about the beef? You're going to get the cut? What about the ranch? Are you going to make the cut? (laughs) We have a protocol, and it's about being authentic, leading with integrity, and being proud of your protocol. It's about regenerative farming and ranching, folks. This is serious business because we're about to go through some stuff in this uh, nation. I've seen it. There's a new layer of poverty that is being uh, basically unfolded on the existing layer of poverty. A lot of people out there are not gonna have the ways and means that they once had. It's gonna happen. This is not scare tactics. This is not anything except saying, you need to point your compass in a different direction when it comes to food, when it comes to money, when it comes to relationships, communications sound money sound food sound health sound communications all for a sound future for our kids folks that's what we're doing um, go to the beefinitiative.com forward slash donations page donate to that grant that means something folks it's legit it's uh we have a law firm that runs it it's a nonprofit. if you're going to give back if you want to know how to help that's how you help donate We've got it, it's transparent. We're gonna to be totally upfront with you where that money goes. We'll build stories with our basically media equipment. We're gonna be giving story kits to every rancher across the United States that wants a story kit. We're gonna tell a story that they've never been able to tell. We're gonna open it up, put it all across the internet, the intro web, every little index out there, all the decentralized podcasting apps, Everybody's going to start having a voice. This is going to, this is going to catch on, folks. And we're not going to charge you a bunch of money. We're not even asking anything from you. You know, somebody said that they were suspect of the beef initiative the other day on Twitter. Poor, poor fella. He was. I don't know where he's from. I'm not going to call him out, but he was suspect. What are you suspect of? Truth in food. We don't want anything from the ranchers. We are trying to give them a voice that they've never had, especially in my lifetime. And I know, and I found out, and I've done so many interviews and I've talked to so many people across this nation and across this world, guess what? The rancher doesn't know that, the, the, that people are looking for them. And the people out there, consumers, don't know how to find the ranchers. That's on purpose, folks. You think a rancher producer can afford $10,000, $30,000 worth of digital marketing, website building, Google ads, everything that is required to compete against the multinational corporations and the centralized marketing apparatus? It's not possible. I know this. I was in big tech. I was in multimedia. Uh, that's how I basically built my career. Guess what? Now I'm the founder of the Beef Initiative, but I am the number one spokesperson for every rancher producer across the United States and across this planet that wants to have peer-to-peer relationship with the consumers and they don't want to worry about having to deal with all of the middlemen that have basically destroyed our agriculture and it's leading to the destruction of our health in this nation. You can't hide from it anymore, folks. Denial. It's not a river in Egypt. It's something that is happening. We have doctors in the Beef Initiative. We're going to start doing a lot of stuff on Substack. Get everybody on Substack, .substack texasslim.substack.com. We're going to have something called Texas Slim's Cuts. We're going to, of course, have the Sunday edition of the Beef Initiative, everything that is for the Beef Initiative. And then on Thursdays, this Thursday coming after this podcast, Rite of Passage. Everybody needs one. We're going to give you one. It's a lifestyle thing. I'm gonna start leading a lifestyle that I always wanted to. Well, I pretty much always have because I am Texas Slim. It's about beef intelligence, giving the great American rancher a voice so we can go save some children's lives, save some generations, save some heritage, save some culture, save some legacy, do it with integrity, authenticity, truth, love, we're gonna lose all the negativity in this world. I'm having the best time of my life. Share this. Help me spread the message. We got tons that we're about to release. Stay tuned. I am Texas Sun. Are you? Hey, this week's uh, Boost member Podcasting 2.0, Fountain App, go get it uh there's people that pay attention to that and they actually do give uh feedback it's a great uh basically communication tool basically a tool to use basically to get into bitcoin maybe start earning some sats start giving some sats back this week i'm going to name it off of course I'm gonna start with Bubba. Guess what? He's over here in Paladora Canyon right now. He's on vacation and he listens and he is one of the best networkers. He basically helped me spread the harvest of deception in the beginning. And he says, hey, market access leads to education. Without education, you can't, you cannot find market access. That's the number one thing that we're gonna be talking about this year as far as market access. I asked everybody in Arkansas, What kind of market access do you have to clean food? What what is stopping you? You don't have to go buy it, but tell me right now, what do you have as far as market access, peer-to-peer relationship with somebody that wants to feed you pure, whole food? Not to me, they don't have it, market access folks. Uh, Let's go, 5,555 stats from anonymous uh hey hi slim i really appreciate the work you're doing keep up the great work thank you anonymous 250 sats from nomad joe there you are nomad joe wish i could have attended the virginia event ah uh, well you're going to be able to see a lot about it we've got so much content coming out this next six months you guys are going to be overwhelmed with all the content so we'll see you at another one nomad joe all right we've got 10,000 si- uh, sats from violet panta Violet Panda, Violet Panda. Say it right for the little teleprompter there. You can say, I'm starting to talk more and more West Texas, so I might mumble a little bit. But you know what, Cobalt, you know he's from East Texas. He, you know, he's East Texas and I'm from West Texas. He calls me Punchy. Well, I call, you know what I call him? Somebody that's from East Texas and they talk funny. I just say he talks funny. Anyways, I talk funny. Okay, 10,000 sats from Violet Panda. Okay. Shout out Slim and June. People need to hear more processing center information. Much love, real War warriors from BitDern. Yes sir, BitDern. That's exactly what they're going to start hearing is market access. How do you create market access through processing centers? You know what me and Justin are doing? Justin Trammell of Panhandle Meats, tbiac.org. Go look at that. Beef Initiative Association Council. People are lining up. Processing centers are coming. We got proof of work. We don't have to just chat about it on Twitter. We're actually doing it. It's called, hey, innovation during times of uh, prohibition. You know, my grandfather used to say that. He goes, During times of mass prohibition, you need to make sure you have equal amounts of mass innovation. Beef Initiative. Thanks, guys, for the sats. Keep it up. Everybody, keep doing it. I'm Texas slow